Welcome to the Disney Cruise Line Blog Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to go over the big news that came out of the 2019 D23 Expo. On Sunday, August 25th, 2019, during the sneak peek Disney Parks Experiences and Products panel, the D23 Expo, Bob Chapik revealed some news that Disney Cruise Line fans have been eager to hear for over three years now. Since Bob Iger first announced the expansion of the fleet in 2016 at the annual meeting of shareholders, people have been craving details of these new ships. And, you know, the biggest detail people have been looking for is the name of the cruise ship. Chapik called upon the godmother of the Disney wonder, Tinkerbell, to help with the reveal of the name of this latest cruise ship. But as you know, the names of our ships say a lot about who we are as storytellers. Each ship is unique with names that embody the experience of sailing with Disney and the power of our stories. And today, I am so excited to share the name of our fifth ship. But to do it, I'm gonna need a little help. because making wishes come true is part of the Disney DNA and it's at the heart of so many of our stories. Disney magic will be found throughout this new ship, including the three-story atrium that will be inspired by the beauty of an enchanted fairy tale. Now, does everybody remember back in the last podcast, DCL Blog Group Cruise Q&A? We're talking about the names of the new ships. I said it wouldn't be the wish. Well, guess what? I was wrong, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Even though I was told the name in March, I still didn't want to believe it. Check the show notes for the link to the tweet where I mentioned the rumor name of Disney Wish. We've already shared that the Disney Wish will be delivered to us in 2021, and I'm thrilled to announce this incredible new ship will begin to set sail in January of 2022. As we previously reported, the Disney Wish will be delivered to Disney in late 2021 and begin sailing in January 2022. Chapik then shared some details on the Stern character, Rapunzel. Now we have one more exciting announcement about the Disney Wish. You know, Stern characters have always been a tradition on the Disney cruise ship since the beginning, as they reflect the theme of each of our vessels. And so for the Disney Wish, we want to feature a character whose story is all about, well, you guessed it, wishing. And so you'll find Rapunzel, whose story represents a desire to explore the world. Explore the world? Not so fast. Well, it's was not mentioned in the presentation, Port Canaveral is already working on upgrades to Disney Cruise Line's terminal at Port Canaveral and prepare the port for the arrival of the new class of cruise ship, which is LNG-powered. So the port is bringing on a LNG bunkering ship that'll house the tanks with the LNG fuel that's required. The other major topic covered at the event was Lighthouse Point. Now, as you know, we're adding three new ships to our fleet. And we thought this would be an incredible opportunity to add another unique destination to our ports of call. So we scoured the Bahamas and the Caribbean for an ideal location 
that would enable us to create all new magic while celebrating the unique culture of this amazing region. And today, I'm beyond excited to officially share the location of this new Disney-owned and managed port of call. It's known as Lighthouse Point to those in the Bahamas, and it's found on the breathtaking island of Eleuthera. The Bahamian government approved the sale of Lighthouse Point to Disney Cruise Line in October of 2018. Originally, um, kind of the word of Disney's interest rose back in the spring of 2018 uh, when groups were kind of figuring out who was eyeing the property and there were unofficial representatives from Disney on the island to uh, do some research. Anyway, uh, it was approved and in March, on March 11, 2019, Disney Cruise Line or Disney completed the Lighthouse Point purchase and signed a heads of, agree heads of agreement with the Bahamian government. That heads of agreement dictates uh, how they're going to use the land, um, how they're going to develop it, and any uh, other concessions they have to make. Essentially, the contract with the government uh, going forward. One aspect of the purchase and in, in the heads of agreement is that Disney is giving back a portion of the property to the Bahamian government for, you, for their own use. Another aspect of the agreement with the government is being environmentally conscious. Ah, conscious when developing the land, uh, kind of low-density development, and bringing as much Bahamian influence and culture into it. We are creating a one-of-a-kind destination that aligns with our company's long-standing and deep commitment to the environment, while creating economic opportunity and strengthening the community on the island of Luther. Now, isn't that beautiful? When thinking of Disney, designing, cultural, art, and all that, there's one name that comes to mind. That is Joe Rohde. And yes, he is helming this project. Uh, Lighthouse Point, this Lighthouse Point site, first of all, is gigantic. Um, and it is so beautiful, so full of nature. We want to focus on preserving that nature and use our designs to call attention to the extraordinary quality of the place itself. You just look at these pictures of the rock forms that are all along the edge of this island. You can see how this place already has this magic spell all its own. So we're going to create a kind of seaside adventure camp that touches very lightly on the surface of this extraordinary land. We've already begun capturing visual samples of trees, flowers, fish, birds, bugs, shells, sand. Uh, and this is going to become the inspiration for the colors and the patterns in all of our designs. We want to draw attention to the natural beauty of Lighthouse Point, and we'll be directly involved in conservation efforts to preserve and protect the environment, because that's what creates that beauty. Sharing this story is really important to us. Disney has maintained a 60-year-long commitment to environmental stewardship. We've acted upon it in big and small ways all around the world. The most obvious example being the Disney Conservation Fund, which now has awarded more than $75 million in grants uh, to conservation programs all around the world, including the Bahamas. So the Bahamas is not just a place of stunning natural beauty. There's also a fascinating cultural tradition of food, music, storytelling, dance, and the island of Eleuthera in particular. Um, where Lighthouse Point sits is full of artists. So we'll be working with painters and sculptors, musicians,
storytellers, weavers, um, artists of every kind, much like we did with Aulani and Hawaii, uh, to create a completely unique destination that is saturated with the Bahamian culture and then imbued with Disney magic. Just for example, in the Bahamas, there's a traditional celebration that's called Junkanoo. Junkanoo. It's a seasonal celebration. It happens in the winter. But the people who create the artwork that supports it, they work all year round. And they create these extraordinary, huge, colorful, really, really inventive costumes and floats. So we visited several of their studios to check in to see what kind of work they were doing. The work's amazing, but what's more incredible is to see the way that their work mirrors exactly the way we work at Imagineering. There is a sense of collaboration, teamwork, um, a clear sense of theme, clever use of materials, a profound awareness, of course, of an audience. So this seems really like a fertile thing to look at. We'll be working with all kinds of artists, uh, including some fine artists with international reputations. But these guys, um, our linchpin is to collaborate with these unsung heroes of, of the art world of the Bahamas, the creators of these amazing Junkanoo costumes. So you can expect like a lot of this vibe at Lighthouse Point. We've been going back and forth for a while. Uh, anybody who looks at Instagram, if you really look carefully, could see. Um, and some of you might know that I occasionally sketch. And I've been leaving a trail of sketches around the Bahamas, just of people, you know, going about their lives, doing their thing, all these real people that we're dealing with, because this project, like Aulani, is about people. I mentioned collaboration already. If this is going to be authentic, then it has to be a collaborative enterprise. It has to be something that we do together with Bahamian artists and thinkers. We've already been discussing ideas with creative leaders there, identifying the best ways for us to come together and share this rich, fascinating culture with our guests. Uh, this is Antonius Roberts on the left um, and, and Kevin Cooper on the right. Antonius is an internationally recognized master from Nassau. Kevin Cooper is from Eleuthera. They're anchoring our effort to find and enlist the local creative community of artists so that we can bring the best of what we both have to this project and really make it sing. Now, I believe that the spirit of a team infuses the spirit of a project. So this stuff is important, and this team has been really fun to work with. These are great guys. That fun will be passed on to you. And the end result will be a place not like any other not a replica of some old Bahamian town, not a pirate fantasy, but a dreamlike landscape of adventure by the sea, where art and nature combine with Disney magic to create a destination that can only exist in one place, here at Lighthouse Point. Creating a genuine themed area that has the Disney touches, but really focuses on the local culture. I think Joe Rohde is a perfect selection for the lead Imagineer on this project. After D23, Disney put out another video, kind of like in their announcement on their Parks blog, with Joe Rohde talking more about the art and talking with the artists that are involved, or that he's been involved with in his previous trips to Luthra. Lighthouse Point is the very southernmost tip of the island of Eleuthera. 
It has these strange eroded cliff forms along the edge of the ocean, these different beaches, scoopy coves that face this turquoise blue, more Bahamian kind of water, and it's really spectacular. So the project is based on two inspirations. One is the living nature of Lighthouse Point itself. The second inspiration is cultural, where we're gonna take a local idea, local people, local feelings, local stories, and bring them to life at this place. But to make this be authentic, we have to do that together with Bahamian artists and Bahamian thinkers and people from the Bahamian community. There's storytelling experience, there'll be musical experiences that all come together to make this very unique, vibrant, colorful art so that when you arrive, you feel like, oh, I've arrived at this actual place. Of course, with the volume turned up to have this really intense kind of experience. The essence of the Bahamian art, I would say, is color. The essence is rhythm. The essence reflects the spirit of our people and to share their heart and soul and spirit about their love for this country. For me, that is the Bahamas, that's Bahamian. Capturing the spirit of Elutra is the people. So the people bring the history, the culture, the food, and so the relationship, the marriage of the locals and Disney. There's a spirit that's there that you feel immediately in Lighthouse Beach. If there's any company in the world that can celebrate the best of a place and appreciate and respect the best of the people, it's Disney. An audio podcast on Lighthouse Point does not really do it justice. Check out the show notes for a link to an article where there's a lot more photos of the island as long as a, you know, conceptual site plan from earlier when I was still working as well as some artistic renderings of uh, the designs already worked out as well as, you know, some images of the art and culture that was shared in the videos with Joe Rohde. Disney is committed to develop less than 20% of the property that they purchased. They're going to employ a sustainable building practices, including an open trestle pier that eliminates the need to dredge a cruise ship panel or a channel. Uh, that's going to establish uh, environmentally monitoring programs during construction and operation and donate more, to, as I mentioned earlier, donate more than 190 acres of the privately owned land back to the government. Now, when is this going to begin? When is it going to be completed? Will it be uh, ready for the launch of the Disney Wish? No. Uh, construction at Lighthouse Point will begin only after envir an environmental impact assessment, an envir environmental management plan are reviewed and accepted by the government of the Bahamas, and uh, a public consulta consultation has occurred. So that means until that's done, they can't even, you know, put a shovel on the ground. So construction, they hope to begin construction in 2020 with a completion date in late 2022 or 2023 uh, you know in time for that second uh of the new builds to come along and that is going to wrap it up for the uh disney cruise line news from uh the d23 expo in 2019 interested to hear your comments on the name of the new ship as well as what you think about the early plans here for lighthouse point either give us a call on our voicemail line or uh, leave a comment on the website have a question, comment, rumor, or just want to say hi? Call 321-765-3252 to leave a voicemail, and we just might include it in a future episode. You can reach us via the comments section on the website, email, 
at contact at disneycruiselineblog.com, Twitter at the DCL blog, and Facebook, facebook.com slash Disney Cruise Line blog. 